Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, Master of Ceremonies. Welcome to our third week of Monster Hearts. Before we get in, I have some exciting news that listeners should be very happy to hear. This week, the Kickstarter for Akatacon 2017 goes live. Akatacon is the convention held in Dayton, Ohio, that is housed and hosted by the RPG Academy, the very network of which we are a part. I am super excited to get to go back. Last year was one of the most satisfying convention experiences I've ever had. It's small and intimate, and everyone who's there is someone who loves gaming, and my experience with the convention has had nothing but absolutely wonderful people. If you can, support the Kickstarter and make it down. It'll be an experience you never forget. On top of that, I did want to touch on something that is in this episode in terms of content. This episode is a little bit more serious than the last. It'll lighten up again in episodes to come, but we do specifically touch here on some of the subtext about vampirism, and it becomes a little more textual. Some attention is drawn there in terms of the potential abuses of power and some of the overt sexual imagery that is involved in vampirism. And so I want you to be aware of that, especially because the reactions that are had by the characters might seem somewhat puerile or childish. I've decided to leave those reactions in. I think it's important because the discourse around what happened and those abuses are important, and high schoolers being emotionally immature sometimes aren't necessarily prone to the best reactions, but this is a narrative that in some senses we see bear out here, so... I felt that it was worth keeping in. If anyone has problems with that, I would be more than happy to hear it. Let me know. But aside from that, I'd love to let you know that our theme song is Deprecate by Mark Castle. And let's get back in to Monster Hearts. So the flaming corpse of Misha lays on the ground in front of Arnold, and before it lets out its final gasps, it looks up toward him and reaches out, beckoning. What does Arnold do? Misha! It wasn't an accident. What do you mean it wasn't an accident? They wanted me out of the picture. And he fumblingly grasps towards the bottom of your pants, and Ash and Char slide away, leaving a drag mark as he chokes and coughs and sputters, and the light goes out behind his eyes. Nisha? You hear no response, and a wave of feeling pulls up inside of you, and now you activate your darkest self. So, Uh, okay. read that for us, if you would. You transform into a terrifying wolf creature. You crave power and dominance, and those are earned through bloodshed. If anyone attempts to stand in your way, they must be brought down and made to bleed. You escape your dark self when you wound someone you really care about or the sun rises, whichever happens first. So what does this gripping transformation look like as Arnold realizes that, again, Misha is dead? 
So Arnold closes his eyes. He doesn't do it consciously. It just, they just shut close because there's that thing, you know, when you see something initially too bright or, you know, there's a flash that like hits you really quick. Your instinct is to shut your eyes. So it's kind of like that. And he feels this burning sensation in his skin and the hairs on his arms kind of stand up and look angry. You know, you just see someone's eyebrows and they just look angry and his hair moves with the wind, but there is no wind and his eyes become a piercing wolf yellow and his teeth are pointed for competition and bloodshed and his fingernails grow two inches and sharpen for tool-like ripping purposes. So as this is happening, there is a pretty solid split between people who are gathering up to watch this happen and people who are fleeing in abject terror. In the midst of this chaos, the hooded figure who led the ceremony is already pounding their way back toward the truck. What do all of you do? Lucian, what the fuck was that? I've never seen anything like this. It's thrilling. That's fucked up. We should do something about it. I'll follow your lead. Show me the way. And they both go after the man running to his car. Okay. And what about Anthony? Anthony is looking at Arnold and he's scared, but he's more irritated at the people who are staying to watch him like he's some kind of spectacle and he makes himself a little bit smaller and looks at arnold hey uh, calm down okay get out of here people you don't want to be here right now leave him alone just go just go okay i'll stay it's me i'll get eaten it's fine just go so that's going to be a runaway using volatile for nadia and then a shut someone down for anthony so please go ahead and roll those for me Three. Okay, duly noted. Eleven. So for Arnold, having gotten an eleven, you get to choose one. Give them a condition, they lose a string on you, and if they held no strings against you, you hold a string on them. So you can essentially inflict some like state of being mm-hmm. on them through your condition, which probably makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. Oh, me? Or- for Anthony. Oh, I thought you said. I probably did. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay. So you could probably impose terrified on all of them, and that might make sense because of what's happening, and you're convincing them that, no, this is scary, get out of here. Yeah. Okay, so they will take terrified. Now back to Nadia, who is fleeing, or trying to run toward the car, and the man who was getting inside of it and turning over the engine. And as you're doing this, Anthony is shouting at people, convincing them to flee. You and Lucian are both running, and a wave of fleeing people hits you, sweeping Lucian away almost as though he was caught in an actual wave, and leaving you separated from him, looking at the car pulling away, making its way toward the road, and there is Arnold, bestial, next to Anthony. What do you do? Fuck! She looks around, hoping to find Cordell. He is making his way out of the area with everyone else who is running. Also, to Arnold, you are chasing your desires right now and damning everyone who gets in your way. The person who probably stands most in your way right now is Anthony. So what are you doing? 
I would say it's Anthony, but also Lisa. Right. But Lisa, does Lisa know? This is a good question. Because she's the one who summoned her brother. Right. She would have probably tried to be closest to him. She would well, also be very close and Right. Close so there's him. the question of what do you want? And then there's what is immediately in your way of getting it? Yeah. Then it's Anthony. And does Lisa know that you're a werewolf or is she finding this out now? She's finding this out now. Okay. So she has also Her, fled. But Misha knew. Okay. So what are you doing now? Arnold arches his back and sees Lisa trying to flee the scene. And she looks very confused. And she's running away with Chester. They're heading towards the cars. And Anthony kind of steps in his sight of Lisa and Chester. And Arnold kind of narrows his eyes. Get out of my way. No, no, this is this isn't you. I I don't know you that well, but I know that you're not a monster. This is me. Fine, kill me. K- get me off of this earth like not like anyone would care be like everyone else. Uh, go ahead. I won't hesitate. This is your last chance. He must be brought down and be made to bleed. No, I won't let you do this. Hurt me if you want, but you can't hurt them. Arnold lunges towards Anthony's throat and slashes him. Roll to lash out physically. Six. Uh, You have a volatile score of one, which means... That's seven, yep. Okay, so seven means you harm them, but choose one. They gain one string on you. They deal one harm to you for free. And if you already are your darkest self, so that doesn't count. So he either gets a string on you or he can deal one harm to you for free. What are you going to take? He can deal one harm to me, eye for an eye. So I believe that per your spirit armor, when you're basked in moonlight, any harm that you would suffer is reduced by one. So because you have these long rakish claws, Mm -hmm. Anthony suffers two harm. Mm -hmm. And as Anthony uh, strikes back at you, I don't know how he's doing that. So you should describe that. Anthony grabs his throat and coughs and you see this look in his eyes of anger and frustration and he grits his teeth, grabs Arnold by the neck and punches him across the face. Okay, so because of his spirit armor, that does no actual harm because that would be a one harm maneuver Mm -hmm. and you soak that. So Anthony takes two and Arnold takes zero. So as this is happening, we cut back to Nadia who is looking for Cordell and you make eye contact with him in the crowd and you see him angling his body towards you and as you make eye contact, he shakes his head and you can see him mouthing the words, fuck, no, and he keeps booking it. It looks like Anthony... Anthony and Arnold are starting to get into a sort of physical confrontation as Arnold is trying to make his way back toward the truck where you can see Chester and Lisa are headed toward. What do you do? Nadia decides to head towards Lisa and Chester. Well, what are you doing as you head toward them? Cursing furiously under her breath. In order to do this, I'm going to ask that you hold steady again. Okay. So roll plus cold because you are charging into a scary or tense situation. Eight. Okay. So you keep your cool and you get to pick an option from one of these, but you also get the terrified condition. You can ask me a question about the situation or remove a condition, or you can carry one forward during this scene. Yeah, I'll do that. All right, cool. So you are charging toward them. And as Arnold essentially lashes out at Anthony, you are now rushing toward Lisa 
Arnold, you can see that through the hot, slick smell of Anthony's blood, there is another person, a person who gave you a lot of lip in the lunchroom today, charging toward Lisa and Chester. What do you do? Arnold's neck snaps up and cracks to one side and smells the wind that everyone's creating by running, and he narrows in on Nadia, Lisa, and Chester, specifically Nadia, because she is now the person in between Lisa and Chester. Arnold pushes Anthony's body after being punched and runs straight towards them in a a hunched run. Okay. Are you physically lunging at Nadia as she's making her way there? He's starting off with a run. He's not going to, like, lunge for her first and probably just, like, tackle her out of the way. All right. Tackling her out of the way would be lashing out physically then. Okay. And again, you are out for blood. Go ahead and roll that plus volatile. Eleven. Oof. Rip. So on a 10 up, you deal them harm and choose one. The harm is great. Add one. You gain one string on them or they need to hold steady before they can retaliate during this scene. Um, I will take a string on her. Okay. So take a string. What in being attacked by Arnold like this, does Nadia on some level reveal a vulnerability about to Arnold? So as she's falling, Arnold sees that she has a locket underneath that she is usually hidden. It kind of flies Mm -hmm. out and is seen for a second. Okay. And now you also take two harm. Is it perhaps a silver locket that perhaps might burn me? You've got to either hurt someone that you care about or have the sunrise. Well, y'all better get out of the way. Nadia is pushed to the ground by Arnold, and you are near the truck. The door is opening as they are trying to clamber into it. And Anthony, you're picking yourself up off the ground as all of this is happening. What are you doing now? Anthony continues to hold his throat. Anger has completely left his body, and now all he feels is an intense shame fall and hang on him like the feeling of your jacket in the rain it's just wet and heavy and he decides that he's not going to go home tonight he can't imagine his family seeing him this hurt so are you running away yes sorry so well no that was me asking a question about a move you're not supposed to say the name of your move when you make it so roll plus volatile three Jeez. Okay. What happens is Anthony is trying to flee the scene, and he is distracted by the pain in his neck and the blood that is gushing forth from it, and he's looking toward the ground because that's the way that it's easiest to keep everything together, and he doesn't see the truck that Chester is driving almost slam into his face. The bright (laughs) lights meet him, and it stops dead in front of him as Arnold leaps towards the still-open driver's door and rips it open, angling toward Chester, who is driving it inside. What do you do? How is my humanity intact right now? Like, can I make a decision to run till sunrise? No. Okay. You are explicitly hunting for blood in the pursuit of your obstacles. You have become a beast. He's trying to drive away with the person that you need. Mm -hmm. Arnold goes to Chester and rips him out of the car and tackles him into the street, rolling, they're kind of tumbling, and 
Arnold is kind of just throwing a bunch of just furious punches all over Chester and just kind of barking on the side of his head. Like when dogs like snap their teeth Mm -hmm. and it's not like a bark, but it's also part growl. Yeah. So kind of like on the sides of his head. And he knows that if he doesn't stay down, Chester doesn't stay down, he's just going to get back up and try to save Lisa. So he's kind of just going to try to knock him unconscious. Okay. So roll to lash out physically. Mm-hmm. Is there another way I can lash out or am I just the only thing I'm doing? Basically, you're trying to do harm to people right now. Okay. Um, Can't do an emotional harm thing. Yeah, that's shutting someone down. Oh, but as a as a werewolf, <laughs> like because of your darkest self, yeah. basically, yeah. Thanks a lot. Four. Okay. As you drive Chester down onto the asphalt, the truck goes flying into the air, spinning, and you drive him into the ground. A pool of blood is pouring out onto the asphalt, and Chester is very still. The realization of what you've done starts creeping over you, and your bestial traits begin peeling back. And again, you're a teenage boy standing in a slick pool of your friend's blood. The car that Misha's sister was in is turned over. You're not sure if Lisa's okay or not. Nadia and Anthony are there, turning to them, having just seen Arnold flip over a car and bash Chester's head into the asphalt so hard that a pool of blood is now pouring out of it before you saw him shrink back into his regular self. What do you do? What is Nadia capable of doing with her injuries? She She's not seriously injured, right? She's just... Yeah, you can do whatever still. Like, either of you can still do anything. Ay, Dios mío. Nadia runs toward Anthony and grabs on his arm. We've got to hide. We cannot be here right now. Oh, I have to see if he's okay. I'll be fine. Can you, can you do something? Can she use one of her strengths to convince him to go with her to hide behind a tree? So you can spend one, two... Get one to your roll against them. You can offer him an experience point to do what you want. So that, I think, would probably be a good way to spend this string, is to offer an experience point in order to run away. What does that mean? Basically, if he goes away with you, he will get a point of experience, bringing him closer to an advancement. Okay. Or you could try to do this by turning him on, and you would get a plus one to that roll because of your string. Nadia would. (laughs) Okay, so how does she do that? Nadia sighs, and she leans forward so that Anthony can see a lot of what's going on with her top, and she flickers her eyes a little bit. Come on, Anthony. We have to go. You and me. Somewhere safer. So go ahead and roll plus hot. Ten. All right. Take a string against him, and he's beholden to you. To do this, you don't have to give yourself to him, but you can promise her something you think she wants as she takes a string against you. Wait, what? So you you used a string to do that, but you get another string back as you do this. Okay. I uh, can help you talk to Arnold. I know where he hangs out at lunch. We can go together. Nadia rolls her eyes a little bit and pulls Anthony towards a more hidden spot. Arnold, your senses are coming back to you as Nadia and Anthony stumble into the brush on the hillside. There's absolute carnage all around you. Chester's not doing very well. What do you do? First, before Arnold kind of fully turns back into his normal self, but still can make conscious decisions, 
without this motive of bloodshed, he would like to flip the truck back over. Yeah, so you you flip the truck over as you are coming back to your senses. Arnold then runs over and grabs the phone from Chester's pocket and dials 911. 911? Yes, there's been an accident. There's a lot of people who are um, dying. Uh, Come to the beach and uh, please be quick. We're in La Jolla Shores. Arnold leaves the phone in Chester's hand and checks to see if he's still breathing at the moment. It's weak. It's incredibly weak. It's hard to say whether or not he's going to make it. Oh my god, Chester, what did I do? What the heck, man? Why didn't you stop me? I'm sorry. You gotta you gotta pull through this, man. I can't I can't do this without you. I already lost Misha. What the hell was that? And Lisa comes crawling weakly out of the truck. Stay back. Stay away from me. I don't know. I, I can't control it. You you gotta get out of here. No, 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 wait. I need to get out of here. I'm not safe. Stay with Chester. And just go. Arnold runs off into the along the shoreline away from the city and just leaves crying angry tears. Ari was right. You are a freak. As she moves to cover Chester. So is there anything that we want to get out of this scene? Or do we have an idea for where we want to pick up the next scene? Is there any remnants of the man in the hooded cloak that were left? Like with this whole ritual thing and bringing Misha back to life that Arnold could have come across in running out? As the extra senses and the pall of your transformation still hang vestigially over you, you could try to gaze into the abyss and see if you get anything out of that. Roll plus dark, but you get plus two because you are under the moon, so add one to your roll. Cool, so ten is my roll. So, choose two. The visions are lucid and detailed. The visions show what you must do, and you carry one forward to doing it, or the visions cure you, removing a condition. I would like to know what I'm going to do, because right now I'm a lost little boy, and I would like to get rid of my... No, he deserves to be a little terrified right now. What was the first one? Yes, your visions are lucid and detailed. Yeah, the first two then. Okay. So as you are running away, you can't shake the vision of the body that came out of the fire crumbling away and turning into what looked like a charred ashy log. And as you think about the motes of fire swirling through the air, your vision solidifies into something else. You see Lisa holding a phone and dialing a number. You see her asking for the king on the phone. Can I see what number it is? You cannot because... It's not that vivid. Well, the it's a contact in her phone that she's dialing. Oh, okay. And the the name of the contact in the phone is just Kingsman. So you see that she has a number that connects into this that she holds. And you've got to convince her to either give you that number or to make that call. Is that both my vivid? Yeah, it is vivid in as much as you know that. what I need to do next. Yeah, it is okay. Lisa's phone. Mm-hmm. And she's asking for the king. Okay. And then you know that that's where she's at or who you need to pursue. Arnold's going to keep running until he clears his head with that in mind. Nadia motions to Anthony. Hey, we can go check them out now. 
I don't know how much I help I would be around all that blood. Why? What's your problem? The things I do with that wouldn't be help. Are you, you kinky or something? What's your deal? What? No, God, that's disgusting. No, I just... Hey, I'm not kink-shaming. Nadia, please, I have to go. Whatever, go. Anthony, you see that he didn't even hear that last thing that she said. He's fully inside his head as he walks off quickly. And he finds his father's car that he borrowed for the night, almost his keys open. And it's almost as if he's in a trance. He has this clear directive that he's going to do. He opens the glove compartment and pulls out a rosary that he knows that his parents used to pray for him every day. And he rolls up his sleeve and you see that there are these burn marks all up and down that the sun is not the only reason he wears these garments. And he's determined to dole out this punishment before the sun comes up. Lash over to Nadia. What's she doing as Anthony leaves? Nadia watches as Anthony leaves and rolls her eyes and decides to shove her hands in her pockets and walk towards Lisa and Chester. So Lisa is hunched over Chester's body and she has pulled it away from the asphalt more into the dust and dirt. She's actually trying to pull him up into the bed of the truck so that he's not laying down in filth. Need some help? Uh, yeah. Anything is... God. So the two of you hoist the body into the the back of the truck. I, I don't know what the hell I just saw. Do you want to explain to me what was going on with those guys? I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? What was up with that apparition, that magic? I don't know what's going on here, but I don't like it. So it sounds like you're trying to manipulate this out of her. Sure. So roll plus hot. And given you had a one forward from the earlier scene, you can use that here. Maybe I won't need to. I definitely won't need to. Okay. Eleven. So she will do what you want if you give her a bribe, threat, or motive. So what bribe, threat, or motive do you put forward for her? You wouldn't want me to, mm, I don't know, tell the police that you were the last person who uh, saw Chester alive and is covered in his blood. Okay, no, I don't. Like, he's safe in the truck. I think that an ambulance is coming. If they find us here, they're going to want to ask us questions. So why don't we get out of here and then I can tell you what happened. Sounds fine. Let's go. So we cut down to the rocky shore of the beach below. I mean, I assume that you heard about when Misha died five months ago. Of course, Arnold was broken. Yeah, well... Looks like he's more than broken now. Yeah, I had no idea what... what the hell that was i'm not sure that i even know what i saw but it hit me hard too you know he was my brother and i just couldn't shake it you know i miss him every day and i started hearing these rumors about the stuff that was going on at these bonfires at the beach sometimes i hear that people disappeared but sometimes i heard that people coming back people that were dead or that had been missing that if you knew the right person to ask that you know you could make something happen and i heard that at one of these things a kid from steel canyon was and, and, you know, made someone come back, and I reached out to him. They told me to call this guy, so I did, and he came, and here we are. You trusted a Steel Canyon kid? People go hard at charter schools. I don't know. Apparently, they bring people back from the dead for hot seconds. Yeah, I thought it would be more than that. That didn't look easy to see. That was hard for me, and he's not my brother. Could you stop saying that? I'm saying I get it. Okay, thank that... you. Just stop saying it over and over again, because I can't stop seeing him. I think I'm gonna be sick. Okay, well, let's think about the fact that there's a crazy deranged werewolf 
monster running around and your brother's best friend is dying in the back of a car? It wasn't ever supposed to be anything this bad, okay? I don't know. I just called the number and the guy said that he could make it happen. He said that if everyone believed and participated, then it would all go fine. You got duped. Yeah, and it looks like the kid who died this time was Chester. I think the police will come in time. I won't tell them that you have his blood on your clothes because you don't have his blood on your hands. Arnold does. I just don't know what to do about these people. What if they want more from me? The the summoning people or, or Arnold yeah, and Chester? the weird Russian guy. Yeah, how'd you get tied up with them? Did you have to, like, fuck them or something? Nothing that bad. God. But I had to do some things, yeah. Shit, what did you do? They just needed me to do a job. Take some stuff down to TJ. Some stuff? Cocaine? I wish. Give it to me straight, girl. It was a black velvet bag. Oh, that's weird. Weird weird stuff shit you probably took like organs or something i didn't look in the bag because i didn't want to know i just wanted my brother back okay is that like a crime you know probably but i'm not gonna crucify you for it us girls gotta stick together promise you won't tell anyone Mm, maybe i don't make promises very easily what do i have to do then Mm, i'll tell you later okay so as we close out this scene you get a string on lisa So we cut to Monday. Chester is in critical condition in the hospital. He hasn't shown any signs of waking up, but he is still alive. It's morning before classes start when the student body is mulling around, waiting for the school buses to come in and for the day to get on a roll. The three of you are at school right now. What's going on? Arnold gets to school late. He goes reluctantly but his mom has made him go um he's wearing all dark clothes and uh keeps his head down not talking to anyone he shows up late to his first class obviously making a spectacle because he didn't arrive when everyone else is and he just heads to his desk didn't do the homework nadia has been keeping quiet at her desk so far but when arnold sits she turns around hey hey arnold Great, like I haven't heard that one before. Shut up. Look, I just, I wanted to say, I don't get what you are, but I get it. Do you mean what I am? Just, I'm not anything. You can't take back what happened this weekend. You didn't see anything. I saw everything. I don't think, you don't understand. You don't. I'm I'm telling you, you're not alone. What do you, what do you know? You don't even know what's going on with me. How do you, how can you say that I'm not alone? class is happening. And why did you try to strike up a conversation during class? Because I'm telling you that I'm here for you. Well, now's not a good time. Is there really ever a good time? Probably better ones than this. This. Look, Arnold, I'm trying to tell you discreetly, okay? Whatever. I'm not werewolf or anything, but like, I get what it's like to be different. I don't. Okay? Well, because you have money and and you're voluptuous, whatever. I don't have money. I live with my grandmother in Barrio Logan. Fuck off, dude. Fuck you, dude. Look, I don't want to say it out loud, but I've got weird shit going on too. Like, like supernatural shit. I can tell that the reconstruction clearly isn't interesting enough to you at the back of the class but i'd appreciate if you could pipe down for a minute so that the rest of your engaged student body could learn some of these lessons unless you would care to share with the class what you've been saying oh yeah i'll engage in audio student body hey shut the fuck up you can go to the principal's office please me oh man who me no the person making cat calls thank you that's inappropriate i behavior. have a name <laughs> okay tito my name is roderick <laughs> Tito's my middle name. I told you. 
Okay, Roderick T. Hotbody, get out of here. <laughs> Why? Arnold. What? Meet me behind the auditorium after school. Seriously. Fine, the auditorium. Fine. Like like the left backside. Fine, auditorium it is. Good. And Nadia turns back to face the front of the classroom and can't help but smile a little bit, despite how sad the situation is. <laughs> Anthony has his book out against the front of his desk, but... You can see that he's a bit checked out. Normally, he enjoys this period, and of course, he loves the teacher, but right now, he's just kind of in his own world, and you can see that slid into the larger textbook is a tiny little recipe book that he's reading instead. Okay, and... Trey, who's sitting next to you, can see that you're spaced out and at one point kind of like nudges you and gives you a knowing look and then takes their thumb and forefinger up to their mouth, making like a smoking sign and like nods approvingly at you, clearly missing what is causing you to be so despondent and out of it. (laughs) Anthony looks back at her and gives her a small nod and he's a little bit happier, but he still can't even fathom paying attention right now so now we cut to after school behind the auditorium where arnold and nadia are set to meet who gets there first nadia gets there first she's sitting chewing gum arnold sits down next to nadia but his he's still just not facing her he just sits next to her they both know why they're there but he is still very moody Do you want to talk? You wanted me to come here and talk about how you understand things. Like, I'm just saying I get what it's like to be different and to not really know, like, what is happening. You know what it's like to put your best friend in a medically induced coma. I haven't done anything that bad, but I've definitely done some things that I didn't want to do when I was feeling different. I wasn't feeling different. I just, I got scared and confused and mad. You became something else. So? People do that on TV. It's whatever. No, but like something else. Anthony comes around the corner and he's looking at his phone intently. Hey, uh, Siri, find the... Oh, hey. What the fuck are you doing here? I uh, come back here to wait for my dad to pick me up. Sorry, I'll, I'll go. No, no, it's fine, dude. Just... Are you sure? He's done more for me than you would understand. Look, I'm trying to tell you a secret, but I don't want the whole school to know. Uh, it is okay. No one in school talks to me. Yeah, I guess you're right. Look, <sighs> clearly you're some sort of werewolf or something like that. Like, I, I guess, right? I don't know, actually. It's not like somebody handed me a guidebook and told me that I was going to be a werewolf now. So that's just what happens. I think werewolf is a really cliche term, so... Remember that time I made Lucian vomit maggots everywhere? I thought it was just rice, but yeah. I didn't know I was going to do that. I didn't know I could do that. I've got something supernatural about me, too. So you're a werewolf. Not a werewolf. (laughs) A witch. So you fly around on broomsticks? Shut up. No. (laughs) You have a cauldron? No. Then I don't understand. How are you a witch? I can do spells. Is that why uh, you're so mean? I said Witch, 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 not bitch. Oh, I know. Uh, witches can yeah. be mean, too. Got the wart on the nose. Is that why you wear so much makeup? Got okay. Wart. Okay, Arnold. That's a little... It's a this nose is stereotyping piercing? her. It's to hide the wart. And I'm trying to be nice to you. Well, okay? you're not making me feel any better. I just told you something really personal about me. Yeah, because you, you already know something personal about me. I don't understand how that makes me feel better. It's called empathy. That was uh, nice of you to share. Uh, I... 
Arnold, I think I understand a bit what you're going through. I don't have to go through a transformation, but I did at one point, and it was hard. And Are you I, saying you used to be normal or what? Yes, back home I was just a normal kid, and I uh, met uh, someone, and he... Uh, took advantage of me. Oh my gosh, are you... Oh, I don't want to... Did you tell the police? No, this is not something that the police can fix. Nor could they catch him, he's been around for years. So he's an old guy? Older, yes, but not in the way that you think. Um, look, man, I don't want you to elaborate if it's it's not something you want to talk about. I completely understand. No, it's fine. I... uh, got better and my family helps me i just know how it feels to lose a part of yourself and not know how to get it back uh he uh just told me that i could be a more powerful and i said okay and he uh turned me into what i am now whoa that's not what i thought you were going to so you're a vampire yes what guys, what did you think i, I it, let's not were you where i was arnold I think you guys are being extremely disrespectful right now. You know my condition and you saw what I did and how I'm feeling right now. And this isn't something to make fun of. Just saying that you're a witch and that you're a vampire. I'm not fucking around. I don't know. This isn't fair. And I think it's stupid. And Arnold gets up and starts to walk away. Wait, Arnold. Can you do something to grab his attention? Yeah, I mean, you can shut him down or try to turn him on. Like, both of those are valid ways to get someone to stop. So Nadia hops off the wall they were sitting on and grabs Arnold by the wrist. Hey. What? Sit with us. Just because I feel like I don't want to be alone right now, I will. What we're trying to say is we're not afraid of you. You're fools. You saw what I did to Chester. And we're saying that we don't know what we can do either. Arnold, you can uh, see what you did to me too. I care about you. If I didn't, I wouldn't be here. And if you think we're making fun of you, it's not true. And Anthony takes his pinky and pushes up his lip. And you see that his bangs can kind of like pop out. You see, I would not lie to you like that. Okay, so you guys are freaks like me. Eh. I wouldn't say freak. It's not normal. That's just Anthony. We are interesting. More or less. I mean, freaks are interesting, right? Look, I'm saying we gotta stick through this together. Uh, you, you've been pretty mean to me, Nadia. I, I, I'm... We didn't invite unsure. you to come behind the auditorium with us, okay? I, I walked by and I was invited when I walked by. <laughs> so is your dad gonna pick you up now? He has not texted me yet, so no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Anthony... You ever uh, kill one of your best friends? Wow, man, what a way to uh, transition. I'm just trying to... <laughs> no, uh, I did not... I've not uh, killed anyone, not not anyone I loved, but... Never mind. I got close uh, to hurting my little brother once. Never mind, man. No one gets it. Well, did you expect everyone to just know what it would feel like to kill the best friend? Well, <laughs> you guys came in here and you were saying stuff, man. I don't know, dude. Just because we cannot bond over one thing does not mean we cannot bond over other things. Hey, I... They don't all have to be depressing. I've hurt people important to me, too. So I get that. I remember the first time I was doing a spell, I, I made my abuela see snakes for three days. She hated that. Did you turn her into a toad with your cauldron? Hey! All right. I don't know, you're getting a little bit offensive now. Do you not believe me or something? I'm sorry. It's just hard to believe that I've known you for this long... And 
You've kept this secret. Do you want me to prove it or something? I mean, I wouldn't be opposed. Oh, wait, didn't you, didn't she just find out that you were a werewolf? I mean, you've kept that from her. Uh, I, f- first of all, I haven't been a werewolf my whole life. What? Only recently. Oh, so you understand what it feels like then. What what feels like? We both were recently changed, you know. Oh, how long ago were you changed? Right before we moved. That's why we moved. How to would... sunny California? Well, my parents uh, always liked it. They honeymooned here. And uh, I have family here as well. Okay, it's good enough for me. Nadia's going to do a hex to try to prove herself to Arnold. She's going to use illusions on Arnold. Okay, so what does illusions look like? What il- what illusions are you putting in Arnold's head? Let's do the snakes and bugs. Okay, so roll plus dark to cast your hex. Nine. Since you got nine, the mm. hex either does one harm to you, it has an unexpected or unintended side effect, or it triggers your darkest self. Yes. I'm thinking about it. That would be interesting plot-wise. But she has to offer peace to the one who she's hurt the most, which is probably Anthony. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll do that one. So it triggers your darkest self? Mm-hmm. So tell us what your darkest self is. Does she physically change? Not necessarily. Read it off of your sheet. The time for subtlety and patience is over. You're too powerful to put up with their garbage any longer. You hex anyone who slights you. All of your hexes have unexpected side effects and are more effective than you are comfortable with. To escape your darkest self, you must offer peace to the one you have hurt the most. You'd cast this one on Arnold, right? Yes. So Arnold is suddenly overcome by visions of bugs and snakes. Ah, gross! Oh my god! Where did they come from? <laughs> Oh god, I hate snakes! Well, what uh, snakes are you? There are no snakes. There are snakes everywhere! What? What did you uh, do to him? There's a... Oh my god, it's going in the mouth! Oh my god! So as Arnold is freaking out, Cordell rounds the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Just asking for it. Oh, I didn't realize that this is what was going on back here. I heard screaming and said to come check on you if anything... Well, it started getting weird, and I knew what I might see. This isn't what I thought I was going to see, though. She hexes Cordell. What hex do you use? Wither. All right, roll that. Seven. So what does Wither do? His skin becomes incredibly itchy, and he can't help but scratches his at his arms so much that his arm hair starts falling out. And since it always has an unintended consequence, what starts happening is that as his arm hair starts falling out... So too do piecemeal chunks of his flesh and blood and gore start kind of coming off with his hair. Oh, oh my god, you... <laughs> the snakes are going over there. Don't oh fuck god, with me, Cordell. Uh, you swore oath. You said you would... And he turns heel and stomps away as he is like scratching his flesh off and like actively freaking out, running toward a bathroom. Cordell has just stormed off. Arnold's seeing all sorts of snakes... <laughs> And he's starting to make a lot of commotion. You can hear that some of the, like, after-school attendants, the (laughs) after-school security, are starting to come toward the noise. What do you do? Arnold has started seeing spiders now, and he's frantically taken off both shoes and is slapping the ground (laughs) and himself furiously, yelling, Spider, stop, bitch! Spider, stop! Nadia snaps her neck almost too quickly and looks 
sharply at Anthony. What are you going to do? Uh, nothing. And she starts walking towards him perfectly in time, each step the same exact distance from the other steps, almost mechanically. Anthony begins backing away. No, don't do that. Uh, uh, Please, uh, please don't make me see snakes. Oh, my flesh fell off. You wish you could see snakes. You wish your flesh would fall off. You wish it would be that easy. And her hair is kind of, the bottom is floating up a little bit. So which one, Anthony? Teeth falling out? Fingernails withering away? Feet becoming boneless and jello? What should I do to you? Please uh, don't hurt my my hands. I uh, need them to... to... Oh, look! Uh, my my dad, he is here. I better go. Bye, Nadia. See you tomorrow. I'm right. seeing crickets now. They're so small and loud. I didn't feel your phone buzz. Oh, I uh, put it on silent. Arnold, want to carpool? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so what is it you want me to do, Anthony? Hmm? Make your hands fall off, make your eyes bleed. I've seen the way you look at me. Uh, I see you as a, a friend and nothing more. I will never uh, objectify you, I promise. Uh, please mm-hmm. just let me go home. Really? I don't think this body is that hard to objectify, Anthony. I do, I do not know what to say to that. Uh, please, please, I, I need to make dinner for my... My brothers and my mom and my dad. I I need to get home. So, uh, good seeing you. Oh, Ciao. You have to get home to make dinner. Wow. If that isn't the most virgin thing I've ever heard. I don't. I don't care what you make fun of me about. I just know I need to get home to my. To who? No one loves you. Yes. Yes, they do. Uh, they do. You stop now. It's not funny anymore. God, you're not giving me anything to work with here. You're so boring. I, you don't know me. You, you just use me. You, you're a, a mean, mean woman. Do you really think that, that I'm mean? Yes. I've thought it since the f- first day I met you. All you do, Nadia, is use and use and use. I don't think uh, anyone who taught you how to do what you do would want to see that she hexes him all right what hex are you dropping on him she's gonna do illusions and she'll do false prophecies Ooh, okay nine anthony is immediately overcome with these strange visions and he suddenly feels as though he has gotten back to his dad's car and they've come home And you open the door, and your mom and your siblings aren't there. There's this strange, metallic smell that permeates the room, and a thick, hazy mist. And you hear a voice, almost purring, cut across from the kitchen. I've been awaiting for you. I didn't know you would run so far away from me, my sweet child. And... The man who turned you into a vampire steps forward before you snap into the present, but you are overwhelmed with the sense that if you leave, this is what you have waiting for you at home. He's here. He's here. Ah, I can't. I, what, what if he has them? Nadia, do you know if he has them? Has he, has he taken them? Has he killed them? Please tell me, tell me. And he's like, reaching out to her as almost like he wants to grab her and shake her. 
Where where can we go? Where can we go away? I'll go away right now. Please. Does he did he kill them? Did he kill them? Nadia's eyes open wide as she realizes that this has sparked something too real for Anthony and she starts stepping back. Oh shit. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh fuck, I'm sorry. And as you say that, Lisa rounds the corner. Oh my god. Right now, um, Arnold is running laps, trying to get away from all the bugs. What he sees is like this giant swarm that covers the air and land. So it's got snakes, rodents, then there's like bigger bugs, and then you've got bees, wasps, locusts, and then some ugly birds in the mix that are kind of just trailing after him if he stops running angry they birds catch up to him. angry <laughs> ugly birds and so he's just running yelling this whole time oh my god you're on pcp